so I'm Taylor and I'm going to be discussing the pros of genetically modified organisms. Um, being a second year ag student at OSU and learning from the professors that I've had this past year and the year before that, along with conducting my own research and reading about GMOs has helped me to be able to put this together. So. Uh, many people think that GMOs are some creepy form of science and that they're just unnatural. However, GMOs have many benefits that people don't even think about. In our textbook, Agricultural and Food Controversies, it states that GMOs make healthier foods like fruits and vegetables more affordable. Technology paired with crop growing, which is a lot of what goes into GMOs, will be very necessary to feed the growing population we have that's expected to reach 9 billion by the year 2050. Odds are we won't be able to feed the world without this technology. And as much as some people disagree with technology being used in food production, it's what's going to have to happen unless we're okay with only feeding half of our population. GMOs can be produced on a smaller amount of land, but they can still yield the same amount of food as crops that are grown on more land without technology. This is going to be incredibly useful to us by the time our population reaches its peak. And that is from page 15 of our textbook. Um, but according to bio.org, under an article titled How GMOs Can Help Us to Feed Our Growing Population, GMOs have already prevented a disaster. Um, like with the genetic modification that saved the Hawaiian papaya from a deadly virus. The article also says that GMOs can help reduce food loss and food waste, and that there's GMO crops now, like non-browning apples, and non-browning reduced bruising potatoes. And those are helping us work towards that goal of reducing food loss and having less waste. Obviously, GMOs help with crop breeding as well because that's what they're basically all about. The benefits that come from improved crop breeding can include increased yield, drought tolerance, disease resistance, and they can also help farmers fight off pests. GMOs also improve soil and water management. They do this by allowing farmers to use a no-till method when planting crops, especially if it's like um, the next season of crops. No-tillage is good for the soil, and so being able to plant them directly without having to till and turn over your soil is really good for it. Um, and because GMO can be drought tolerant, they don't require as much water, thanks to their improved moisture retention. Um, they're also linked with the protection of natural ecosystems. Because they let farmers work on less land for the same amount of crop or yield, natural habitats aren't stripped away because they don't need as much land, and you know, less land is good when you're trying to preserve habitats like that. Um, this also helps preserve biodiversity. And according to a video linked with this article that I'm getting this information from, GMO cotton has helped reduce water use by 50% over the last 20 years, which is pretty amazing, especially after learning that 70% of the Earth's fresh water is used by agriculture. Um, and that 50% that's saved or reduced is leaving more, obviously, for humans to drink and utilize as needed. It's also known that greenhouse gases can have an effect on climate change, but in 2016, farmers that were using GMO crops helped reduce emissions by 27.1 billion kilograms, which is 
basically the same as taking 16.7 million cars off the road. My last reason for GMOs is going to be how they improve the overall productivity and performance of aquaculture. Overfishing is a common issue in our oceans, but genetically engineered salmon is helping to keep the natural stock in the ocean at what it should be. Because these salmon can grow more quickly than regular salmon and with fewer resources, this means that they are able to meet demand faster.